what would you do if you could do it by taking a deep breath and going for it? Because you can. You've gone for many things in the past. Some didn't work out. And you can thank universe. You can thank yourself. You can thank whatever happened that you may never know why they didn't work out. It's a blessing, I promise you. there. Thanks for stopping by on this Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, whenever you're listening to this. Today is Tuesday in my world, and I am excited to be in front of the microphone because everything feels a little topsy-turvy lately, and I always feel grounded when I show up here because I have to collect my thoughts before I record. I have an agenda usually that's in front of me. And then I center in and I ground and I get excited about talking about whatever the subject is that I'm bringing for this recording. And that helps me to feel more solid. It helps me to feel centered within my world, even when the outer world feels like it's a chaotic and it does and the subject we're talking about today is about going for it as part of the it series that i've been doing for almost two years now reading the chapters of the book one by one and updating them as i go and putting in new information and when i was thinking about what i was going to do today it actually wasn't recording podcasts it was working on other projects that i have in between sessions And I felt so out of sort that I paused and asked, okay, what would be the best use of all of the energy I have today and still create some forward movement in my business and honor the work that I'm doing? And I kept hearing, just go for it, go for it, go for it. And I'm like, but what is it? Like, I don't know what that message is. I don't know what I'm supposed to be going for. It would be helpful if the information coming in was more succinct. And trust me, as many years as you develop your intuition, there are still going to be these experiences where you're like, WTF spirit, I have no idea what the message is that you're giving me. And then when I was collecting my papers and writing the blog for January's You've Got It, nope, that's next month's. That would be March's chapter, Ask for It, which was the previous chapter. I was like, ah, shoot, the next chapter is Go For It. I'm like, okay, I will. I'll get on and I'll go for it. I will read this chapter to you. And I'm also going to put in what I've come to learn since then and also include some of my own challenges with going for it because it's not straightforward. It sounds like a wonderful marketing tool, line, ploy, but it's not always possible within us to go for it. And truthfully, 10 years ago when I wrote this, 11 years ago when I wrote this, that wasn't my truth. I just felt like anything you wanted, you could just go for it. You could push through. And I've learned since then that's not exactly the case all the time, is it? So here goes the chapter and then I think he's filling it in. And all of this is to help you arrive in the success you want to have for your life and the day-to-day joy 
and experiencing this world with a little bit less chaos. And in the previous chapter, Ask for It, we talked about how to navigate the sometimes murky water of asking for what you want. In this chapter, we'll open up those doors of allowing and have you, if not running through them, let's saunter through them with a little bit of tude. Perfectly wonderful to have a little bit of tude. And you can walk and feel the energy of your own momentum. If you want to sprint, well, the chapter's called Go For It. Go for it. For years, I was a talker. Well, I can still talk a lot, obviously. I have a podcast and we're well over 200 episodes. But what I mean is I would talk about what I was going to do. There would be great visions of what I could accomplish on my journey of connection as well as in helping others. I would share them with anyone who asked, what's coming up, Vicki? What do you got planned? You should do this. You should do that. And I would say, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. I wasn't pushy or anything. Heck, I barely ask for support. I give so much away and only recently have learned to ask. But yeah, I could talk. The people around me did disagree with the fact that I thought I was just a talker and they considered me a doer. Some even used that phrase. And as someone who just does things, doesn't look back, keeps moving forward and gets things done. That is true of some aspects of me. I only look back when I feel that a different perspective is necessary and that I have something to learn in looking back. Otherwise, I just don't bother, truthfully, because sometimes that can cause such a delay in moving forward that it feels awful to me as well. Truthfully, sometimes the ideas I come up with can feel very daunting and overwhelming to where I want to lie on a couch and not think about all the things I said I was going to do, as well as all the things that are popping up for me now, and as well as all the things that are possible. And I just want to watch National Geographic all day. Dr. Pohl, he's my man. I appreciate the irony in a lot of the work that I do is based in rewiring and creating new conscious circuitry over the trauma or the experiences that we've had. But that's a different type of looking back. That's where you're looking back for solution. You're looking back for a way to release what is no longer serving you. It's not a way of looking back to stay stuck in the information. And it's only in the last few years that I realized I need to approach looking back and be appreciative of all I've navigated because truthfully, until my late husband passed, I did not understand the value of small steps, baby steps, incremental steps. I was like, <laughs> give me those long jumps. Let me just hurdle over anything that might be here and not consider that we might want to take our time. I still have to say to myself, pace, Vicky, pace. When I started running, I, in my head, I was thinking, well, I can do an 11-minute mile. That's fine. I'm smart. I'm strong. 
I've got this. No, my lungs were like, we cannot, we cannot. Can we start at a 20 minute and then work our way down to where I maxed out at 11? And it was during that time where I was so overwhelmed and giving the impression that I had it all together that I realized if I don't take some small steps, I'm going to collapse. I'm going to absolutely collapse because the big steps I didn't have a resource for. I didn't have any reserves for. And then I realized that in the coaching that I was doing, more people were arriving and having success and experiencing the true joy of their success because I was not asking them to do these huge monumental steps. I was asking them what needs to be taken care of today, just today. Okay, what could we look at having accomplished before we meet again? Okay, what pain is coming up that you're not going to be able to accomplish that thing unless we talk about this emotion and we get it out of the way? So incrementally, little by little, I realized that taking on a humongous piece of the pie sounds satisfying in the moment and so grandiose, right? I'm going to accomplish all that. It's like saying, I'm going to work out seven days a week. No, you're not. No, you're not. Nor should you. Create a goal, create something that you can go for with these micro movements in mind and in the baby steps, the smaller steps where you get to congratulate yourself for every one of them because there will be success and there will be positive reinforcement that's there. I believe that this is part of my job, a major part of my job is to reinforce what my clients are doing well and to remind them that they came to me because they want to feel alive. They want to feel inspired. And we aren't going to do that by taking great big steps and then having to go back and reassess so many times where things didn't work. So we start with the inspiration of growing and inch the client, they do it for themselves, and I'm there to support to where they would like to be and who they would like to be. That's most important. The what gets accomplished. It's the who would you like to be in and of your own essence, your own self. And I know when I believe in that person until they can believe in themselves that magic happens. They start seeing tangible results. And feeling the essence of the effect of those tangible results inside. And in doing that, they create their own magic that is exponential and will follow them through life. Many of the reviews I get from clients say, you know, at the time, Vicki, I honestly have to say I wasn't sure what I was getting from the session, which, yes, could be quite <laughs> debilitating if my ego was involved <laughs> and not the greatest testimony. However, they usually follow up with. And when I look at it now, I can see that we had to build a completely different structure than what I was operating in before because that wasn't leading me to the success of being myself. And it's something that I feel is 
beautiful. It's honest. I like when people tell me this isn't working for me because then we can adjust it. And I also know after 22 years that helping someone to go for it, we have to identify what it is. We have to look at what is it that you want. We talked about how to ask and how to accept our greatness previously many times on this podcast. And we have to take some concrete steps for that greatness to take hold. I mean, it would be nice if we lived in a universe where we didn't have to do all the work to have what we want to put in motion and we could get it just by asking. I think it would be dangerous and I also think it would be incredibly boring. There would be no contrast to learn through and there would be no, I did it. Many chapters back, I did it. There would be none of those moments. And who wants to go through a life that's that gray? By learning to ask and by learning to receive, you can then put into action those processes and create the tangible results that you're looking for. Yes, feeling great is amazing. And it is where it starts, feeling aligned and knowing self so well. But let's face it, we're all physical. We want to see the physical results of the magic that we're doing. Oh, and the magic that is also available in Magic Mind. And that, I wish I knew about this 10, 12 years ago. Well, it didn't exist yet. So I guess I didn't miss the boat there. But stuff like paying attention to your brain's chemistry and your whole body's frequency and alignment and what works well for it and the nootropics and learning about the science and everything that's available to us. And yes, they were peer studied and continue to improve on the product over and over again. We're at Magic Mind 4.0. And that's like all of us, right? Aren't we always increasing a version of ourselves? We are always looking to expand. And I love having the ingredients within me that I know are sourced well and I know that are protected and I also know garner the results and power me so I can go for it and create and be in the life that I want. Not just create a life that my brain thinks I want, but be in complete synchronicity with the universe. I believe the product of Magic Mind does that. And I know when my head is clear, I am much more effective at going for whatever it is. And that might be going for a walk. That may be going for the crazy idea I had after just moving and the animals were finally getting settled to adopt a new dog. And I went for it. Why? Because I know I have the energy to meet her two-year-old needs and that Magic Mind will continue to support that. So if you want to go for it, you can go over to magicmind.co slash intuition and you'll get 45% off. They're also tossing on additional percentages and you're going to use my code intuition and sign up for the subscription because you want to have it delivered without you thinking about it because it's easier to go for things when we automate stuff as well. Let's continue with this idea of going for it with an example of a relationship. Since it's impossible to get out of a lifetime without a relationship, 
even if it's with your cat, your dog, your hairstylist, there's still going to be a relationship there. Let's say you ask for an improved relationship with the person you're currently in relationship in living with, let's say living with. What can you do that would take you forward in having that improved relationship? What could you do? This is the action part of it. Go for it is the action part. And remember, we do it at whatever pace works for you. You could wait and hope they change. And while I agree that seeing the best in someone and hoping that they'll change is important, it's also a way to abdicate any kind of responsibility in the relationship and doesn't often help. It doesn't solve all the issues because we also have to take responsibility for our own actions. And that means looking at everything honestly and hoping the other person is going to change also implies that they have to be a mind reader because you have, may not have communicated to them what you would like to change. So this is where we get into action. Remember, you can take incremental steps, micro movements. In the line of how could you improve it, can you see the positive things that they do? Can you absolutely see that? Does he always remember to pick up supplies at the grocery store without you having to ask? Does she remember to pay all the bills on time? Do they think of you and know when you have an important meeting coming up that they can make dinner and give you some headspace to process through what needs to be done? What are the aspects that are happening already that are supportive? The reason you want to look at this is because there are already good things to look at. I promise you, if you're in relationship with someone and you're still there, there must be something keeping you there. And if you start appreciating and attending to those characteristics, the appreciation level obviously goes up. And then you have solid ground to work with because you are coming into it with the idea of, I do appreciate this person. I do care about them. And you can do this with a coworker. You can do this with a supervisor. Then you will be reinforcing within yourself that you want to feel good about another person. You want to feel good within yourself. And then that powers it because you know you're doing it. Like you are the one going for that feeling of inspiration. Maybe you're taking this feel good part and then you start to invest in yourself a little bit more because while you're recognizing that which is wonderful in another person, you start to recognize it in yourself, and then that starts to attract other people to you. So it isn't just about the individual relationship you're in. It's how you relate to the world that you're going for. You are aligning with your true self. And maybe there's some things that need to be supported there. And what are you going to do to ensure that you feel good about yourself and you're not looking to that other person to do it for you. So I'm not looking for, you know, rugged individualism here. I'm not saying that you have to do it all yourself and not lean on anybody and the other person isn't responsible. Is not what I'm saying here. 
What I'm saying is if you identify and you start to feel good yourself and you're not looking to your partner, your boss, your sibling, your friend or anybody to do that for you, it's going to feel good all the way around. And then you're going to be sending the message that you also expect that of other people. You expect them to fill themselves up and then you can collaborate and be in communication. So while you're doing this, you will likely increase your communication. How can you do that? Can you be more verbal about what it is that you want? Remember, don't expect them to be a mind reader. Before you can do that, you have to get clear on what you want. And that means spending some time with you. So what step in increasing communication skills will you do this week? What will you do? I want to be clear here that you do not have to step out and act. This is where the micro-movements matter comes in. You can absolutely set this intention for yourself. And you can say, I am going to speak supportively to myself inside my head for the next week before I do that with another. Fantastic. Whatever it is, just take a step and go for it. Because it's important for us to be willing to do something. You can't, if you're just going to ask for something and believe that UPS is going to bring it to your door, which is, as a side note, really funny because the UPS guy just dropped off a delivery downstairs of my coffee filters for my French press. That's exciting news you didn't know you needed and you probably don't need. But it's really good. If you're expecting that it's going to come to the door, whatever you're asking for without you having to participate, you are underestimating the laws of attraction and all of the other laws of paradoxical intent and all of them because we have to be an active participant in what we're manifesting. You cannot just think and feel about this stuff. You actually have to move your butt. And because if you don't, you will postpone any joy that you want to have in, this, in whatever your definition of your successful life looks like. Okay? If you think about what you've asked for in the past and reflect on a dream that you have, I need you to ask yourself, what am I willing to do that can help this come into fruition? What is the one small step that I am willing to take and that I will do consistently and that I will follow up on to get this moving? You can do anything for five minutes, okay? I, well, I can't hold a plank yet for five minutes. So let's not make a blanket statement. But when it comes to task and moving your life forward, break it down into five-minute increments. Don't make this so big. There's no such thing as an overnight success. I know we think we hear about that, but we don't get to see all the behind the scenes and what went into wherever the success is being created. We just don't get that insight as much reality TV is out there. We just don't get that. So. If you're willing to put five minutes in and then five more minutes on top of that could be the next day. doesn't have to be that same day. You will create a kinetic action that takes on a life of its own. And before you know it, whatever task you've set up, whatever increase in communication, whatever movement in your career or heck, movement in your own residence, it will happen. 
It will because energy loves energy. And once you get that ball rolling, it takes a whole heck of a lot less energy to keep it rolling. And I want you to congratulate yourself. I want you to pat yourself on the back because going for it takes courage and it takes a bravery. Even identifying what it is, you could do that identify what you want and then be in that feeling of whoa and then take it incrementally break it down one of my favorite sayings is what would you do if you weren't afraid and I use that and I really believed it 11 years ago and then I really learned what afraid was about (laughs) by embarking on my life single and taking care of all the things I had to do while still supporting myself financially, I learned what afraid was. So everything else felt like, well, what would I do if I weren't afraid that I would succeed? And I started putting that into place. And I would love that for you. What would you do if you could do it by taking a deep breath and going for it? Because you can. You've gone for many things in the past. Some didn't work out, and you can thank universe, you can thank yourself, you can thank whatever happened that you may never know why they didn't work out. It's a blessing, I promise you. However you go for it, I want you to go with the knowing that your soul believes in you so wholeheartedly and at such a depth that we don't have language for. And that part of you is always going to keep expanding and it's always going to keep encouraging you to expand. One of the suggestions is if you know that your soul believes in you, what could you do then? What would you do then? Because sometimes our human self doesn't want to and our soul self will say, oh, just a smidgen. It's probably that same voice that says, don't you want the second brownie? Because that's sweet too, right? I made brownies last night. (laughs) So let's pick for this month action for this week's episode on the it thing. What is one thing that you will go for next month? Because this will come out in the end of February. What's one thing you're going to go for in March? And then message me, email me, vicky at vickybear.com. You can do the social media platforms. They all get to me, Vicky Baird Coaching. And you can reach out in calling the business line, 518-777-2770. Send a smoke signal, whatever works for you. But let me know, because if I can support you in that, I want to. I believe in you. I believe in all of us. And I think we should go for it. See you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Intuition your success compass. I appreciate you being here. If you would like more information about developing your intuitive skills, removing those blocks, and creating the life that feels the most successful to you, then head on over to vickybaird.com. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com. And check out the courses, the groups, and the Spaces app. That will allow you to be part of our community and know about upcoming events and specials. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.